I don't know. It's hard to recommend movies to you because do you even have a taste for movies because you watch so few? <laughs> Not really. But that's I've an grown so much question. Since my taste for movies. I don't know. I feel like I would watch everything. Right. Because you're still kind of you're like a baby for movies right now. <laughs> like we're just going to try everything. See what sticks. You like you like Fire Island. <laughs> oh, Fire oh, Island. Good, good, good. I'll watch this. <laughs> Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're Quinn and we're Becca Becca. and welcome to Man of Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and and love love for each other. other. Yeah, here another day on the Pacific Coast Highway. Hey guys, Sick, how's brother. your day going? Um, you take the forty-five down to the forty-five, and then down the one, and then uh-huh, up the two. Uh-huh, I take that every beach. day to the studio. I take that every day to the studio, and after the studio, I drive right across the freeway and to the beach, baby, because that's what California living is all about. And I catch some waves, brother, and then I go home and stay unemployed, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, when we start, when we copy off Infowars even more and like make the podcast like a actual radio show, <laughs> a radio show, yeah, for surfers, yeah, Love for, that. instead of long haul trucker, instead of long haul truckers, our intended audience is the surfer community, yeah, um, the wanderers, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I was just inspired by my hat because I wore this jacket, and then I was like, oh, what if I pulled this hat out of retirement? Um, you were inspired by your hat to wear your hat. I was inspired by my jacket to wear my hat. Okay, that's not what you because said, actually. I think it is. You said you said I was inspired by my hat. I saw my jacket, <laughs> guys. Okay. We roll good. it back. <laughs> anyway, roll it back. editing Quinn will corroborate. Anyway, yeah. But this this is my look. I actually wore to the Joanne World Tour. Oh my god, I see the, that now actually. The top half, yeah. This yeah. was a, this was the look. And this was 2017, so wearing this hat was still was something that wasn't quite so cringy yet. No, yeah, it was legendary at the moment. Now I just look like a voice contestant. <laughs> you must say, hey, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. I also, in a weird way, look like a voice contestant. We are two different voice contestants. Yeah, this person would sing like Oh, exactly, Billy Eilish. Yeah, Billy Eilish, <laughs> dupe. And yeah. I'm like weird, like or not weird, but like soulful, like Americana, folksy. Um, but I think both would definitely culturally appropriate. Oh, a thousand percent, a hundo p. I don't a hundo even know. Hundo p, even. <laughs> hundo p, hundo p. Ninety nine p on the wall. Take one down. Pass it around. 98, 98 p on, p on the, the wall, wall. <laughs> so, yeah, i've always said that not so. p. <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah. but yeah here we are yet again we find ourselves in this place we come to dream um and to have heartbreak feel good yep um, like this like this and so uh too late now to deviate from our <laughs> format 
<laughs> um, but I do genuinely want to know. It's one of the best parts of my week when I get to catch up with my girly Becca. Mm-hmm. And so, Becca, what the hell have you even been up to this week? Well, you know me. I'm always schwerking. And mm-hmm. Quinn, is this what you're scared of? I am scared of this. I'm scared okay. of what, what you're about to say. So let me just let me just update the audience with my bullet point, which is Becca is a warehouse worker now. And while I am lying, I am also telling the truth. Okay. Because listen, we here. lie to tell truth. Exactly. You know how I was demoted against my will at Ulta Beauty. Oh. Oh. So you're not okay. So I was gonna be actually. It was gonna be a lateral move. I was notified five weeks after I had the position that I actually couldn't be moved in the position mm-hmm. that I had yeah. been in for five weeks. So. I um, am still getting paid the same, actually. It's just I am now a tasker, so I am not allowed to ring or help guests, which is perfect, actually. If someone (laughs) tries to talk to me, I go, nope. I can call someone, nope. I don't know where that is, nope. So that's good. But um, the makeup story work, I I already settled. (laughs) Okay. The makeup story in which I So many times on the podcast. (laughs) So many times. There's no point in anonymity at this point. Thousands, thousands of time. Um, Despite the, the times I've tried to temper you, like I remember yeah. when you got the job and being I like, refuse. "Oh, do we? and you just went, "No, Ulta. I actually work at Ulta because um, I love working at Ulta. <laughs> I love Ulta." But listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, they started a new program called Ship from Store, where online orders can come right from the store to people's houses. Oh, so okay. they do need someone to go collect and and box up and ship those orders. Oh, sure. Which you may be thinking, that is what a warehouse worker does. Mm-hmm. And that is not my job. I just you're do at, it in an Ulta Beauty. You're at the Ulta Warehouse. <laughs> yes. Ulta Warehouse via Ulta Store. Okay. So. Okay, that's much better than I was anticipating. Yeah, yeah. But I am in the little corner of the back packing boxes like i have to tape up the boxes and put the things in the bags and the flammables in the other bags do you have the cunty little like tape wand thingy yeah but it doesn't work so good uh it always gets stuck i know (laughs) dang it the good news is our FedEx guy is pretty cute, actually. And now he has to <gasps> come bond. every single day. Yeah. Multiple times. It is. And I'm actually so Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, I made a no, reference no, no, no. to Jennifer Coolidge and Legally Bond yesterday because my friend's dad gave his dog away. <laughs> oh, no. And we were like, I was like, oh, we need to go and retrieve her. Like, yeah, we are. Um, Miss Jennifer Coolidge and Miss Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde, the film and musical, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just uh, warehouse working. Mm-hmm. It's not my passion, but I'll do it for the bucks. For the bag. For the bag. And also, I can wear my headphones and no one really notices. Yeah. That's kind that of a is good thing. Kind of, that's the one thing at I'm on the my winery. own time. That's the one thing at the winery that's nice about like being on the job where you like have to clean glass all day basically is like mm-hmm. you can kind of just like be by yourself and like listen to music, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. Like no one's really my 
and boss right now. Like I also stood in the back the other day for 20 minutes because I was just on my phone. I got lost in my phone. And then someone was like, hey. And I was like, hey, I'm about to go on my 15. <laughs> so I literally took like a 45 minute break. No one says a word because they don't know. I'm just Who'd doing my own have? thing. Yeah. Do you have to clock out for your like breaks or? Not our 15s. If I was taking a meal, I would, but I usually oh, okay. work like seven. I don't usually That's work That's so busted, hours. clocking out for lunch. Get over yourself. Literally, what is the point then? Well, because one like, of my let jobs. Let me go home then. One of my jobs does it and one of my jobs doesn't. So weird. It's like what? I seven thought it was to the lore. Like. Yeah. Who cares? Like, anyway. I'd rather just go well, my, home and work less, honestly. My one job is, my one job's policy is, like, if you leave site, you have to clock out. But if you stay on site, you can stay clocked in. Yeah. Which when I worked at the nursing home, we would stay clocked in and we would all leave for hours. <laughs> that was perfect. Wage theft. You have to engage in wage theft. <laughs> you must. You must. It's one of the most teenager. underrated kinds of stealing. <laughs> Literally. No, it's I'm, reverse I'm wage constantly... theft, actually. Like, you have to... <laughs> Start stealing from the corporations and employ you guys. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, In fact, encouraged. Yes. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah. Okay. So warehouse worker, but not in like a scary way. Yeah. In a fun way. Mm. Um, And also, um, it's been... I hung out with my friend from work, Jacqueline. We watched the movie Go. If you haven't seen this movie, it is craziness, palooza, bonanza. Okay. It's one of those '90s movies that, that like things just happen. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so we watched it and it gave us like a bunch of energy. So then we went onto my Tinder, and we started. We were swiping on so many people. I sent so many messages of goofy, goofy things, <laughs> and um, like we went back and you know it's a crazy thing to do on Tinder. What is like to go back in your matches, like oh. go back and see see who <gasps> you've liked in the past who's just been sitting there waiting no like i think about if i ever redownloaded tinder and saw the people who i like matched with like a couple years ago when i was actually on the service it's shocking i was like oh wow Y'all see Ooh, wow yeah so i did have to bug some of them and be like hey it's been three years i think i'm finally ready to say hello and go on a date with you <laughs> just trying this <laughs> Just, hey, just, just it at the throwing wall. Throwing this out there. <laughs> Don't act shocked. <laughs> and when you receive this from me. <laughs> never, never act shocked. You cannot, you cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to convince Jacqueline that we should re like memorize every single point plot point of the movie Go and then tell people that it happened to us. Yeah. One of the things that happens is <sighs> that um, a girl gets hit by a car um, from two man coded yeah yes and it was by two gay men were driving oh. the car who were actually actors who earlier set her up in the day to be um, uh, arrested by the police <laughs> they hit her not the double bug. double homicide <laughs> exactly oh Anywho. my god right and I was like I think I would be the one who get hit by the car but is it like a comedy or yeah okay Mm -hmm. all in good fun all in good fun parts of it are rancid you're gonna you're gonna be like wow 
<laughs> That's rancid. When I never yeah. watched the movie. It's um I don't know. It's hard to recommend movies to you because do you even have a taste for movies because you watch so few? <laughs> Not really. Right? I watched a movie this week, guys. What was it? Fire Island. I rewatched it. It was a rewatch. Okay, so that actually doesn't count, actually. I think it does count. A rewatch? Yeah. It's been over a year since I've seen the film. So you forgot it all? Mm, I forgot, like, a good amount of it. Not, like... I remembered, like, the one-liners in that movie, so good. Like, whoever was writing punch-ups or, like... I don't know if even that's a thing on movies, but, like, oh, my God. The one-liners in that movie are to die for. It's a funny movie. Maybe I should rewatch it. And I just think one of the most important scenes of modern cinema is the scene where they're playing heads up <laughs> and they're trying to describe Marissa <laughs> Tomei. <laughs> oh my God. When my biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> ticking like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the, <laughs> the one line where it's like, we were starting a podcast <laughs> We were going to start a podcast together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gaffa, gaffa, gaffa. Gaffa, gaffa. Oh, my God. That's just like us. Um, <laughs> that's just like us. Just but no, like- that's that's like two movies in the past, like, two weeks. This is big for you. That's big for me. That's huge for me. No, I will, I, will, I will recognize. Even though one's a rewatch, it's still a film. I shouldn't have my, complained, honestly. Yeah, but that's I've grown so much question, my taste for movies. I don't know. I feel like I would watch everything. Right. Because you're still kind of you're like a baby for movies right now. <laughs> like we're just going to try everything. See what sticks. You look like you look Fire Island. Oh, <laughs> like Fire oh, good, Island. Good, good. I'll watch this. <laughs> um, what are some of my favorite? I like, Obviously, I like anything. Not anything gay, but like I like when there's like a gay element to it. Yeah, of course. Um, But not bros. Oh, but not bros. Oh, my God. I can't believe of all the movies alive, you did watch that one. I had to. I like I decided I was right. You had to be. I'm going to watch it it again, too. I'm going to watch it again. I'm shocked. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to put myself through it again because I need to like I need to crystallize my thoughts about like what made it bad. Okay, it's okay. So it's purely for critical reasons. Yes. Yeah. I would only watch again for like critical reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, long, fun, there is one there is one funny on joke it. in bros at least there is one joke where i was laughing in bros and i remember it which one it was at one point like early in the movie it's on his like first date with the guy um his love interest billy eichner's character goes i'm like the grown-up evan hansen <laughs> i was like okay i was like you caught me there you ain't that bitch for nothing but you ain't that one it's that thing, one thing. That one thing. Literally. Dang. Do you know what I was actually tempted to watch this week? And by tempted, what? I mean like I thought about it. Um, okay. The Idol. So I feel like I that is something I have to partake in. I, yeah, I feel like we might have to actually. I'm glad you said something. Damn, I'm going to have to get Max. I did after watch. After all this time. I did watch um a like recap video. And so I basically know what happens. But like. I also just feel like I need to know what's going on. I don't know anything, but I feel like I should go in blind. Yes, yeah. And see how I feel then. 
because like i don't know it's a show with good bone and i find it like interesting it's very i i just find the whole like conversation around it very interesting so did sam levinson write and direct this all so this is part of the interesting part about it okay sam levinson was not originally connected to the project oh the project was apparently like 90 percent done like shot in the can i forget if it Actually, I don't know if it was like written or like in the can or what with a different director and showrunner. Okay. She left for some reason. She left the show for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then I believe like very much championed by the weekend, Sam Levinson was brought in and reworked the entirety of like the script. Because apparently oh, it was like, no, they were like, oh, it's falling too much into like a female perspective. We can't have that. No, no. And women aren't allowed to <laughs> women aren't allowed to have a point of view. Don't let um, her speak. Don't, don't let her speak. Don't let her speak. Um and no, like do make her drink alone. Don't do let her speak. Do make her drink alone. Don't let her speak. Um, but yeah, so it was like at one point it was like something very different, I think. Interesting. But then it like turned into whatever it is. Which is like, it's an interesting premise for a show. It's just about a pop star? Yeah, I think. But then there's like a cult aspect to it, and I don't quite understand how the cult works. Hmm. Like, I feel like no one can describe like the cult part of the show to you, which is what I'm like interested in seeing. Mm -hmm. But all these random people are in it, too. Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan. I had no exactly, idea. That's exactly so what I meant by random people. Yeah. Even though another movie I watched one time was uh, that movie Three Months with Troy Sivan in it. I haven't seen that. It's about a kid in like the 90s who has like an HIV scare. Mm, okay. Oh, uh, Maybe it was like early 2000s. It definitely wasn't like contemporary. It came out in like 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. But he has an HIV scare and it takes like three months for your like results to come back and like over the course of that three months he like sparks a relationship with this other kid okay gotcha um but yeah and he was very good in that movie and apparently he's very good in the idol as well apparently like everybody's everybody's pretty solid except for the weekend and also sam levinson's writing is sam levinson's writing yeah yeah no, I was watching a video about the idol and somebody said something so it was this YouTuber named Kayla says who does some good videos. She said something to the effect of like, we need to stop letting this guy who had like one fluke good season of a TV show one time. Like, right. Keep doing power. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because and she was so right about that, because honestly, season one of Euphoria. So good, like mm-hmm. such a great season of television. Mm-hmm. And then we had season two of Euphoria, which it was certainly a season of television that aired. Right. <laughs> kind of off the walls, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of what the hell was that? Thing? Yeah. Actually, season two, your four had like good moments, but like. It's not cohesive, though, which is what no, makes something it was truly like a good. weird liminal like. Yeah, I don't. And like there yeah. wasn't a lot of payoff, like everything that was good about it was just such a one off thing. Like I'm thinking yeah. about the. I'm thinking about obviously like the what was it episode three where like Nate's 
Nate Jacobs's backstory. Yeah. And then the episode where Rue was just on the run for the entire episode. Right. That is an impressive episode of television because it just induces a level of anxiety in the viewer that is so insane. High. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, then I, again, like, no, no, there's no... No consequences, no anything. And then the play episode. um, Play episode, so good. Which is good, but again, no consequences. Like, no long-term yeah. consequences. It's literally just, like, um, Cassie gets her ass beat. Yeah. Boom, um, surprise. Yeah. Even the fucking drug suitcase, like... <laughs> also, like, Matt, like, no, there's so much left unanswered, like, Maddie with that woman. That oh hell? yeah. Totally forgot about that. What is up with that? Yeah. Guys, there's so much that yeah, guys. Uh he um Um, have you ever seen the film Assassination Nation? No, I have not. It's actually one of my favorite movies, and he did write and direct it. It is pre-Euphoria him. Okay. It is before I knew that he that was him. Okay. I referred to Assassination Nation as Euphoria with Murder. <laughs> Knowing that Assassination Nation came first, Euphoria is Assassination Nation without murder. He literally recycled his own idea product, like, concept kind of thing. Yeah. And he also does this thing, which I find I would be interested if the idol does this, where he does have like a female narrator and it's well, like Rue is really compelling because her like psyche is so twisted or whatever. And mm. she's obviously going through things. Um, Sometimes that's just really lazy to have like, and then this happened. And when I was younger, this is what happened and blah, 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 blah. blah and this is how I feel about this. And now we're going to go see what these people think about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why it feels yeah. so jumpy, I think, because season two, he did that so much. All right. Well, any freaking way. <laughs> we talk, I was talking about <laughs> Sam Levinson's filmography for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, Sam Levinson, honestly, if you write something for us, we will do it, though. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. I will not do it. It's just thought, probably not going like, to be that great. I also don't have like, I also don't really have as much like ethical concerns around Sam Levinson. Like, I think he's bad at his job. Right. But not to a degree where I think it's like super like damaging people. yeah because right, right. like people really do a lot with like oh sam levinson like uh, and it's like girl if you think he's first of all this is this bothered me so much during euphoria because people will go up being like cassie is so over sexualized every character on the show is so over sexualized you're tooting the fuck in every week yeah if it really bothered you if you really thought it was an issue you'd stop watching the show Turn the hey, turn the TV off. You don't have to. Dare in fact, you. it's like yeah, you have to literally pay a subscription to watch the show, and not and even in the it. age of streaming. It was just always going to be that way because HBO has yeah, been on. Yeah. HBO is not new to this. They're true to the subscription model, and so mm-hmm. like you were oh, always going to have to pay to watch this television show. Now I know a lot mm-hmm. of y'all growing no on what, girl. Soap Daily and One Two Three Movies and getting your life, but well, guess what? Soap Today shut down. Oh okay, I didn't That's know that. Pay. Pay up. Pay up. Pay up. What was the movie that came out that like caused all that? Or the TV show? It was the Idol Girl. Oh, the Idol. I see. (laughs) Look at me. Look at me remembering things. You knew it. You know. (laughs) Look at me having recall. (laughs) That felt you were testing me. (laughs) And what was that TV show? If you answer my riddles, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. 
Okay, girl, what has been going on with you? <laughs> Other uh, than your movie watching. <laughs> Other than the fact that I'm a new movie critic. Um, <sighs> well, I, first of all, I have my day, first day at camp today. And I have oh, my energy. Day. Yes, yeah. Because I had oh, training. Talked. Have you been had, in training for two weeks? I had training for, yeah, kind of. Because I had training for... I basically had training like full time last week. And then okay. the week before I had like online trainings and stuff. Dude. One of which I still haven't done. And like nobody's asked me about. And apparently it's like 10 hours long. So <gasps> let it play in your sleep, girl. Yeah, it might just not get done. That's a good <laughs> idea doing it in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but sleep. that assumes I have time to sleep. I'm <laughs> I myself am working off like four hours or something i got last night but oh dang anyway i've been up since 5 30 this morning it's currently 9 41 um night but yeah that's the beauty of working at summer camp so it was my first day on site today and Um, um guys working for nonprofits, it's always gonna be a little disorganized actually working anywhere did that ever surprise you like just how disorganized everything is so when you first, it, you know, it, it's hard to answer that because mm-hmm. at first you get to a place and you're like, oh, this might actually be the place that is organized. And then you're like, no, actually, no. Nah. It's and not. then you start to peel back yeah. the layers. You're like, no. Yeah. It's just like everything else. Because <laughs> honestly, like all my work is like all my jobs are kind of like, oh, mm. One thing I do appreciate about my jobs now, as opposed to like my tour guide job, is like my tour guide job, things would not be organized by like, things would be poorly organized or not organized at all by like the office of missions. And then if you didn't figure out a way to like fix their errors, it was your fault. Oh. Whereas like, I feel like my workplaces now are much more like, they realize that like there's a certain, there are certain things in which we're like set up for failure or like, you know, mm. like, or not set up for failure necessarily, but like, you know, it's going to be hard to succeed. That don't with fall like on the, you. Exactly. Right. I'm like, there's less responsibility and stuff. Or maybe it's just a shift in mindset I've had being like, okay, I have no support to do this thing. I don't know how to do this thing, but I'm being tasked with it. So I'm just going to do whatever. And whatever I do will be good because nobody actually took the time to be like, hey. And whether that's because yeah. like, you know, a mismanagement thing or, or there's not the time, whatever. But maybe that's just a personal mentality thing. But anyway, so yeah, we got to be with the children today. And girl, it's really fun working with kids. I I did have like, it is so exhausting, but it is really fun also to work with kids. So I work in like, it goes, it's like elementary through like middle school. And I was interacting Mm -hmm. with like rising like, fourth graders and up so um youngins yeah so but no when they got to middle school i was like these kids are grown like what is going on (laughs) the big (laughs) (laughs) what is going on and there's okay so i was the um so we we have like i'm an enrichment instructor so i'm gonna be teaching like classes and stuff But the thing that's interesting about this camp is we're like letting the kids choose what classes they want to take. So we're supposed Mm. to be having like demo days over like the next two days to um, show a little bit. But yeah, let kids get a little. Yeah. 
Okay. Demo day fell apart after lunch today. Like we Oh no. Like we got through like the first half of the day and then we got to the second half of the day and it was suddenly like we stopped rotating and like <laughs> we just were kind of like, okay, kids, play games. <laughs> <laughs> How did it fall apart? What? I I think it's because honestly I'm working at like a new site that the company I work for has never um worked with before. And gotcha. so they have to like learn an entire new site, a new mm. crop of kids, a new right. like, everything. Gotcha. Um and so I think that was th- that's kind of what I'm chalking it up to a little bit. And mm-hmm. also two people quit at like 4 a.m. this morning. <laughs> no yeah so like two counselors fully quit so we were understaffed that's um, so many counselors yeah and like I, oh yeah and it was four out of like eight maybe less than that we had on site so Nerd. like i know for me personally i was like slotted to like because all the counselors are in like little teams oh so we had 10 counselors because it was supposed to be two kids to a team so 20% of our counselors just walked this morning before we even got off the ground. So like I had to step in and like not be an instructor for the day. And I was like, like counselor basically instead, like I still instructed my classes when I could, but mostly it was like, uh, I had to like be with the kids and like the group and stuff. So mm-hmm. I still got to instruct. I got to do the drama section Lovely. So hopefully the kids pick that. I played a game called This is a Duck with them. Okay. The older kids didn't love it. Um, sure. The younger kids, though, loved it. Like Ate it up, I'm sure. Or like fourth and fifth graders, they they were getting it. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I hope some people pick that because that would be fun to like teach this summer as opposed to some of the other things that I'm just not that interested in. Um, mm-hmm. But... Oh, these kids are hip to my tricks. Like the especially the middle schoolers. They were literally not like 15 minutes in. And these like three girls were asking me if I was like gay. Oh boy. And they were like they they didn't ask it like at the like like because you know kids, it's like it's like suggestion and like because they don't want to yeah. like say like they don't want to like they, they want to give themselves actually, cover. Yeah. Right. No, they right. know how to actually ask. They just don't want to because they don't want to offend right. anybody, but they also want to like put they want to push the line, basically. Yeah. And so they started asking me all these weird questions. Which I clocked like right away. They were like, Oh, do you eat fruity pebbles? Do you eat fruit cups? Um, do you <laughs> this one girl thought she was like being like, I don't know if she thought she was whispering or if she wanted me to hear, but she kept saying it's giving fruity, like <laughs> no. And it's such a weird, it's such a weird situation, right? Because it's like, <laughs> like, obviously I'm like, I'm very comfortable, like being a queer person most days. And like, uh-huh. also, but it is interesting how it like transports you back a little bit to like being in like that age and like, yes, living in fear of like, a, oh, are you gay question? Having to be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I because, don't know. but it's also like, but it's also like these kids are literally 10 years younger than me. Like they were born in 20, a post 2012 environment. Like, oh my what? Jesus Christ. Like, it was like, post-coney. I was looking at the birthday. It's 2012, 2013, 2014. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, um, that's really messed up. So they were like so much younger than me. So like, why would I? give a care about anything going on but yeah 
I don't know. It's also it's it's just a weird thing. And then it's like I don't want to be like <laughs> I don't want to be like yup I'm gay to the kids. But it's also like <laughs> sure am it, uh, yeah because also it like creates this weird thing where it's like oh um it creates this weird thing where like what if kids are like uh like what if kids are then like weird about it and then yeah. all this shit with like LGBT people in education and LGBT topics in education like there's also that whole dimension of it being like if I'm like if I like confirm the fact that I'm gay to like the students will like not that I live in a state that's like this but like who knows people are fucking crazy yeah um, people are crazy like, if somebody goes home and was like oh one of my teachers is gay like are they gonna like think I'm like am I gonna get like grooming accusations like right so that's something else I have to like negotiate so I was just kind of like <laughs> I was just I was just not confirming nor denying like anything yeah yeah I would keep it that way stay neutral but it's also like WGAF like I, I get their kids but like why do you care <laughs> yeah why do you care? get over it guys yeah get over it guys people be gay people sorry be gay. and I, guess what I got news for you you're at a day camp yes exactly look inward <laughs> i i am playing a hobartescian game with them though um okay. in that i refuse to also tell them my age perfect perfect and the they've asked is... directly oh yeah well i started to tease them with it okay nice i started to tease them with it so i was like <laughs> i gave them some hints where i was like uh like today <laughs> It's funny because I love I love saying things to children that they won't understand. Like mm-hmm. today, I today I said to one of the kids, I was like, I was born before the U.S. invaded Iraq. Oh, my God. And like they're, A young and I, I Yes. And they were, of course, like they're born in like 2012. So they're like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know how better to explain it um than that really. But like it was all I can say. It's all they'll let me say. <laughs> they do think I'm I do like the median I did pull the room and I do believe like my median age is like mid twenties, early thirties. They think I am. Oh wow. Early thirties. <laughs> Jeez a whiz. Yeah. hmm I wouldn't guess it. Interesting though. <laughs> well, <laughs> you famously well, it's also funny because kids like have such a different perception of age. Right. Because they just see if you're like above old... 18, they're like you're so old. Yeah, they're like, oh my because I even got that when I was 19 and working at camp. Like they were like, Oh, mm-hmm. you're old as fuck. It's also I also right. think it's like because I'm tall. I think that right. also plays into it. In their brain. Um, <laughs> you're so right. They're like no, very cause... tall, very old. <laughs> no, because there was um it was funny because I was at my other job and we were this one guy has this thing where he like makes people guess his age and he he was like I told him my age and he was like, oh, my God, you're younger than me. I thought you were like 25. And I was like, what would you make me think that? And he's like, honestly, I think it's because you're tall. <laughs> Got to be so upfront with you about that. He said, I, I have to come uh, clean. We're going to dominate. I must say. Um, but, um, so, yeah, not uh, passing the Am I Gay quiz to my students with flying colors. Um, okay, good. That's all yeah. I need to hear. But yeah, no, it is it is fun. I do like being with like the younger kids too because they just have such a wonder about life and such a zest. That was the other thing they were calling me. They were calling me zesty. Oh. <laughs> they're acting if I like to they're asking if I like to eat zesty chicken. Oh my gosh. 
I can't like what do they think is gonna happen if you were like yeah I do like <laughs> they're gonna be like oh, no because like oh you'll say something and they'll be like oh my god <laughs> I said like I was like I don't eat fruity pebbles and they were like oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you let it they freak out over like the darndest things and then they're like yeah. laughing at things and you're like I don't even know what you're la- what you could possibly be laughing at this yeah. is, that like this funny no, I I love when the kids freak out to each other, and I'm like, uh, they're just <laughs> to such be kids. young, no, yeah, literally. to be young and in love. Um, but so yeah, I'm kind of excited for the summer. Um, it was like was there for nine hours. Jesus, it was literally... so when does camp start? Like time of the day? <laughs> well, we got there early today. Like I was there at seven thirty this morning. Apparently, oh. when we like get into it, we, we can start showing up at like eight. Okay. Um, but yeah. Jeez. And I literally worked. Fourth of July was my first like day off, like not scheduled to work. In, mm-hmm. I think I worked either ten or eleven days straight. Dang. Like I was scheduled to work for ten or eleven days straight. Those are always tough. And for the July, I even had a dog sitting job that I was finishing. So, so it wasn't even actually a day off. Yeah, Damn. and I had to write the entirety of my newsletter yesterday because I <laughs> didn't I have, have time. I was so <laughs> exhausted all last week. Uh, um, but yeah, so guys, it's it's fun. It's, it's fun the life I live. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Anyway, I was like, no, yesterday it was crazy because I was like, I was watching something and I was like, oh my God, it's 11 o'clock and I'm not anywhere. <laughs> I was sitting in like the dog. So important. The dog, I was like the family's dog. I was sitting house. What the fuck? Whoa. The house I was sitting <laughs> and um, I was like, oh my God, it's 11 o'clock and I'm not anywhere. Like I'm just at the I'm house watching here. TV. Not it's my house. Perfect. We weren't there, but you know. The house. Like, yeah. Good enough. But it's crazy because it's like, this used to be all I do. It's it, We always want what we don't have. It's yeah. One of the fucked up things about life. Literally. Grass is always greener. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I have also been watching this show. The show I was watching when I had that thought was a show called Swiping America. I haven't heard of this. It's on Max, which you are famously not okay. a subscriber to. But it's interesting because they're New Yorkers and they took four New Yorkers and they're taking them across eight U.S. cities and like setting them up on dates. And it's a reality show. It's like a no, it's a documentary. It's more of a doc you series than like a reality show. Okay. Like it, it definitely it definitely which is why I think I like it because like I've never like watched like Bachelor or like I've watched Love Island like a little bit. Um mm-hmm. but like I think this one I like because it is so like just these people existing. Also the casting is just like exquisite. Like the four people they found to like be like their heroes are yeah, like compelling people. Okay. And like interesting. Um there are two that I like more than the other two, but um. Anyway, but it's it's interesting. So it's like it's three women, one man, and then. So, the women, the guy's gay, and two of the women date men, and then one's a lesbian, and she dates women. Sweet. Um, 
so it's like yeah it's a very diverse show um but it's really interesting i find the conceit of the show so interesting because they like set people up but they also give them one of the biggest like factors of undesirability which is like geographic location because <laughs> mm-hmm. like these people are gonna eventually go back to new york but like if they meet somebody in like Asheville, north carolina or like austin texas like the places they're going it's like one of y'all is gonna have to relocate yeah unfortunately yeah so it's interesting how like um maybe it's just the thing my mom talks about all the time but she's like oh geographically undesirable like hmm. like all the people they're dating are geographically undesirable yeah um but yeah it's all people are really interesting (laughs) last night i felt bad for laughing or yesterday i felt bad for laughing but one of the um the gay guy on the show he's like i find him like i don't know i have mixed feelings about him because he's like introverted and he's kind of like he comes across to me as like kind of whiny a lot of the time and like Mm. I don't know like it's weird because like I agree with like a lot of the things he says but I'm also like why do you feel so sorry for yourself <laughs> like oh. I think it's just a, per- a thing of my like personal mentality where I'm like butter p- perk up buttercup or whatever what is it pucker up buttercup no yeah that's not what it is um I forget but anyway yeah. I'm like I'm like get over it <laughs> yeah <But> then <laughs> like, like, especially because he's like Especially because he's like a very conventionally attractive person, and like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, it just bugs me when conventionally attractive people are like, "Oh, I just have such a hard time finding people to date." I'm like, "No, you don't." Like, shut up. I'm like, shut that's up. actually incorrect. Actually, <laughs> I know you're lying. Um, and he also like po- like his whole like online persona is like him posting like shirtless pics and like doing all that stuff, and he like. Mm. It's weird because, like, they ask him about it a bunch of times and he does acknowledge that it's, like, for validation. I'm just like, so why are you still doing that then? Which, yeah. like, I get, which, like, I get, like, everything we post on social media is to some degree, like, a f- validation thing. Like, it's it's hard to divorce mm-hmm. that aspect of it because, like, if we didn't, like, why would we even be on it really? But, like, exactly. I don't know. There's something, I, I don't know. There's just something I don't like about him. But then he, like, he randomly reveals because he's like he was like it's interesting because what they've started doing it's an hbo so, show so they must have like a crazy budget because what they'll right. do is they meet people like this one girl met a guy in austin and she like really hit it off with him she's mm-hmm. flown him to two of the other cities they've been to oh like he's come out to visit her at two of the other cities they've been to at this point oh my god and so the gay guy did the same thing with a guy he met in Miami. He flew him out to El Paso or not El Paso. Um, What's the one in Santa Fe? And mm-hmm. they were like, they had like a nice date and like the whole thing. And then um, they were like, apparently like making out and like, apparently things were like going to go further. But then the guy put like a stop to it. And then they have these little like powwows at the end of each episode, like the four heroes. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, yeah, guys, I actually have to tell you something. I have erectile dysfunction. Permanent? Oh, it's, not it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a random thing that happened. But oh boy, I, I guess it's permanent. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of ED really like that. Yeah, yeah, me neither. To be honest, yes. Um. 
The night is still young. The night is still young. Um, but he was, and he was talking about how he like needs an emotional connection to like actually like, I guess make like the mental thing to like actually be attracted or not be attracted, but like be roused. Yeah, get his rocks off. Sails (laughs) rise, rise his sails. (laughs) Um, like clapping in shipper. Um, exactly. Uh, and so. But it's just, yeah, the show is so fascinating. Maybe I'll have to add to my Max list. Yeah, all things you need to watch when you get HBO Max. Every damn thing. Yeah, but this show is is also really good at building, like, intrigue. They always end it on, like, a cliffhanger. Um, Okay. So, like, at the end of the first episode, they just drop a bomb, like, after they did, like, the first round of dates and we're in the first city. One of the girls they have on there was just, like, yeah, um, and I don't know why, but I haven't told any of my dates about my daughter. Oh. <laughs> it seems so relevant. Yeah, and she yeah, so but it's it, but it's interesting because her daughter has never like lived with her because her oh. daughter has like se- had severe like birth complications and has like um pretty like serious like physical disabilities and so she lives in like a 24-hour like care facility um, oh that's actually fascinating yeah but you so, only learned that the next episode or you yeah and it was like halfway through like you had to watch wow. half of, it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't a below deck situation where they're constantly recapping things that happened five minutes ago right it was fully like you had to watch like 20 minutes because i was of course on the edge of my seat being like when are they going to talk about this daughter that she has apparently like i need to know everything about this daughter um because that lady's whole thing is that she was a mormon and she got married super young so she had the baby like 23 or something and now she's 36 and the kid's like 14 um and it was it was interesting too because she's like oh it's they because they've had to like bond because the kid's nonverbal basically and so like they've had to like create their bond in like other ways than like speaking um and it was interesting because like yeah it's very like because she just seems kind of like a kooky like little like white lady throughout like the show before that because like she also brought her dog on the thing like her dog is like the fifth character on the show (laughs) i love that (laughs) and it's just like this little like very jewel yes yes it's very jewel um but then you're like she has like this like intense backstory and she was also a mormon and so she has that going for her um big things big things but yeah anyway so i've been i've been entranced by that show well i'm excited to view i know you know i love anything Exciting. <laughs> Something about me. <laughs> I love anything exciting. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what I have to catch the public up on. Are you good, Miss mm-hmm. Becker? You know I am. Okay. Then we will throw wine to a, <laughs> we will throw it to a little break and we will be right back. Scared. <gasps> Who's that? <gasps> Who's she? She's back. 
It's me. OMG. H-A-B-O-L. Itchbull, itchbull, itchbull. Itchbull. Edka, Edka, Edka. Edka, Edka, The name of our children were announced. Edka and Itchbull. Also, we were Swedish. Greek ass. Right, right. If Becca had stuck with Swedish and then we had made Swedish spawn. Yeah, that's crazy. In another lifetime. Because Duolingo, they do make you have a baby after you've hit the 72-week mark. Yeah, after you um, after you reach the final, you were like, okay, now you have to raise a child yeah. with this language. And teach it the language, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they test you. And then if you if you do bad, the robot baby explodes, Duol- I heard. Heals your ass. Mm-hmm. Ijbol has hit the towers. <laughs> Third Ijbol has exactly. hit the towers. <laughs> Third okay guys seriously get serious so this week it's guys surprise it's been a stainless deep dive the whole time and you literally had no idea you guys look so stupid right now it's hilarious wait Ishbal Ishbal for real like not even lying oh my god we tricked you guys we got you so good that was crazy (laughs) a stainless deep dive the whole time (laughs) the whole time they're right behind me today um and the topic or the mm-hmm. item or really the the colors that we are exploring today because that is the the subject of our fascination um is lilac lavender periwinkle mm-hmm. that i so bravely put forth onto the stainless because these colors run my world yeah exactly and quinn is also i would say lilac lavender periwinkle go the best with green i mean it is it's classic com- like complimentary and what wheel. and what article of clothing do i have that bears that out my carly ridge epson kiss sweatshirt it's true it's true there you go there From you the go 10th anniversary coll- collection click click collection <laughs> um so yeah we're here to talk about so we're basically gonna do like an abridged version of like what a regular stainless deep dive would be in like just the middle Mm -hmm. section of the show today because we of course want to talk to each other about what's going on in our lives um exactly but um becca what are some of your like earliest memories with the colores thank you so much for asking i mean so y2k it, it was very much a central color there i feel like mm. i had everything in either light blue light purple or light pink and it's still how i live my life today exactly um so yeah it was i just always was collecting things in these colors and whereas pink had like a big backlash because it was like too girly right and mm-hmm. like it was cool to hate pink for a while never happened with lavender no it was always cool she was always gonna be cool and purple girls my mom is a purple girl and if you know if you will if you know anyone whose favorite color is purple you know because everything they have is purple Mm -hmm. it's just true yeah it really happens with purple people which is also impressive because purple is like still kind of like a famously like kind of hard thing to make it's not one of the easiest colors to make Right. Which is part of the reason that purple is like so historically been associated with like royalty, like the senators used to wear it in Rome because mm-hmm. it was like, girl, that's purple. So that was rare. Hard to, that was hard to. 
buy that to color. Up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's expanding, honey. Quinn, Quinn, what's your background with the colors? Have, do you like them? Always love. I do. I do definitely. Okay. I was wearing my like little mauve um, bomber jacket, but it's entirely too hot in my room because right. my room runs hot. So I did have to take it off. Um, mm-hmm. But she's here in spirit. She's right there. Um, yeah. Believe me. Believe, I believe, believe me. I trust. I trust. But do you know what I honestly realized was like the first time I was aware of like, oh, lavender, lilac, like these girls are taking over. Lavender Haze, Taylor Swift? No, long before that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was a very specific trend on the internet. And I think, honestly, the first person I saw do it was Jenna Marbles, probably, which is dyeing your hair lavender. Oh, oh, you're so right. 2014, mid It was such, and, and that's part of the reason so why I wanted big. to wear this hat, because Tyler it was, Oakley. like, along with, like, this, they were different. Like, like the same hair. people didn't dye their hair purple that wore these hats. But like right. these, those people were existing at the same time. They were friends. They were dating. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was goth <laughs> yeah. GF and like <laughs> hipster BF. Like <laughs> yeah, nineteen seventy. Maddie Healy X Halsey. Uh huh. Oh my exactly god, they dated. That's, that's yeah. Yes. Of babe. course that happened. Yeah, they of course did. That happened. It was mm-hmm. huge. It was huge on Tumblr. Um, mm-hmm. you're so right. You're so right. Like literally, mint green, lilac, and lilac were so and black and white were mm-hmm. like everything in 2014. Yeah, so I think, honestly, and do you know who I realized never, like, just never gave the trend up? Who? Kelly Osbourne. What color is Kelly's hair? I don't, I don't know what her natural hair is, but it's just, she, she just kept it purple. Oh, damn. Like, I I went and checked today. I looked at her in a minute. Because she was, well, honestly, well, obviously she just went viral. Or she's, like, Stan Twitter has, like, added to Stan Twitter lexicon the, um, who's going to clean your toilets, Donald Trump. Right. Oh, that's not. (laughs) Oh, that's not. (laughs) I forgot that she looked so different now. Yeah, the Ozempic is Ozempicking. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Um. Semaglutide. Dr. Is Miami is Miami. Well. Um, but she has a podcast. We should collab. Yeah, she has a podcast. And she was on I've Had It. Um, okay. Which I didn't listen to the episode, but I saw a clip of her like, I saw a clip of her complaining about like, she was like, oh, I've had it with Prince Harry. And she like went on a rant about Prince Harry. And I was like, oh, you're Kelly Osbourne though. So I'm sure you're like, oh, his family isn't as bad as he says they are. <laughs> the opposite take we want yeah, yeah like i feel like be, she's like be. she's like a she's like has like a royalist take on the whole megan and harry thing which like anyway <laughs> not to get into all that but um yeah her hair is really purple yeah but she's stuck with You're right it. yeah she did not she's not she's true not to letting this. up <laughs> she's not new to this she's true to this it's like hbo yeah it's something interesting about it though is like you can tell where it washes out and then she redyes it and then it washes out and she redyes because it, it gets like gray yeah which i like actually. yeah it's that's also part of it as well because she was on like she was on like red table talk and like you could see she had her hair like pulled back and it was like the whole like gradient of like the roots and stuff right which i feel like was one of the attractive things about dyeing your hair that color is because you knew it would like fade into like a interesting a cool color because also gray like dyeing your hair gray was also a thing around that time so you could hit both the trends at like once true true 
but i'm just looking at her that was yeah like that and mint green were kind of like the first time that people really got into like it felt like dyeing your hair like non-human colors like came back a little bit right yeah for sure it was huge then yeah big big so i think that was like the first time i was like oh that's that color and that's its place in my world Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay um, that, have you evolved on it since then i like them i like them i don't i like all colors like i don't i don't really like i don't really have like favorites except if it's like my forest like my deep greens Green. like my right. deep greens are like of course my like favorite like that's like those my are just gonna color. do it for you every time gonna do it for me every time yeah, but i just yeah, i yeah. truly do love all colors like there's not no, a color I'm yeah, like, me too. Oh, I hate that. But like so lavender I can lilac. All very cool. Those are my children. Mm-hmm. I will also say that my mom had this horse or this pony named Periwinkle. Really? That's so cute. Yeah, and so I associate it more with like the pony than like the actual color. Like I didn't even realize it was like I forget what her show name was. I think her show name was a reference to like blue something or other. Yeah. Periwinkle is a fun one. That's really fun. That's a fun word to say. Periwinkle? Yeah. So whimsical. I love it. It's a whimsical Um, word. My first lacrosse stick I ever bought was periwinkle. Gorgeous. People were so jealous of me. It was crazy. Still are. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Abridged. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But guys, much like we do in our deep dives there is like Mm. a history to all of this of course of course (laughs) so color began when (laughs) jk guys so the sun comes out (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) and uh yeah so i guess i mean what do you have here oh yes so all of them are obviously named after flowers of some sort which i didn't put Um, together until i like actually was like oh yeah (laughs) oh right well of course (laughs) i think i mean the lavender plant is very famous but you don't Mm -hmm. often think of like lilacs or periwinkles like in out out in a boat in your garden i was like oh that's a flower yeah it's also i forget i read it so quickly but i think it's also the certain snails like shells can be called a periwinkle or something like that because it like the winkle part of it like the swirl um but that's kind of an old term for it is my understanding and i read the all one website again guys we do what we can for these research wasps for the kids (laughs) for the kids some for the fucking kids um but i guess we can start with lilac which is guys it is a warm toned light purple yeah i think this is where you're gonna shine a little bit is explaining the difference in the colors to me oh let me just do that right off the bat then because because this is where I get so lilac, periwinkle, lavender. I'm fine with. Uh-huh. When we start to get into the made up colors a little bit, it gives me a little agita. Right, of course. Like I get something it. that I've always hated: strawberry blonde. Oh, you get scared. Your hair's red, or it's blonde to me. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. Strawberry blonde. For to for yeah. to me. For to me, and for to how. Although Strawberry maybe blonde softened is... on that. I don't really care anymore. But like I, I remember that used to be right. a thing that bothered me. I was I got referred to as a strawberry blonde a few times whenever mm-hmm. my hair would get super like yellowy in the summer and mm-hmm. it looked under certain lighting really warm toned. But I clearly wasn't a ginger. 
mm-hmm. I was still blonde, but it was just really warm blonde. That's what okay. strawberry blonde was. Mm-hmm. And stay with me now. But you wouldn't. <laughs> it's only used for hair. You would never say. I don't you know. know. People say dumb no, things like, all the time. I would not call something a brown table brunette. <laughs> Come on, little brunette table. Brunette table. <laughs> And what you don't know about that sweater is so it's freaky. Not blue. I am... It's actually cerulean. <laughs> cerulean, which you have. I wish I knew that whole speech like I next know. week, but I don't. Do you remember I'll that um, a girl in our voice and movement class did that as like her monologue that we worked on for like a good part of the semester? I do actually. Yeah. Server. What that. a funny thing. Yeah. She was brave. And there was during her etudes, her word was like stuff. So she just walked around the room saying like stuff for like two stuff. minutes. Stuff. Stuff. I was like, I get her. I really do. I, like, <laughs> I totally yeah. see what she's doing. I hadn't even seen yeah, the film probably. at that point. I was like, don't need to. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Consider it watched. It's a rewatch at this point. See another movie I All watched right, in the yeah. past year. Anyway, <laughs> adding it to the dossier. <laughs> the letterboxed. Um, okay, so lilac. Mm-hmm. is a warm light purple mm-hmm. lavender is a cool light purple so they're usually the same intensity of white and purple mm-hmm. it's just on other ends of the hue spectrum mm-hmm. um and then periwinkle is a cool light purplish blue because it is technically a blue but it has purple in it mm-hmm. purplish blue but it's cool toned so Lilac, yeah. Are you going to say something? No, I think it, it makes sense to me why you gravitate towards lavender because I feel like you're definitely like a cool. I'm like so glad cool you said palettes. that. Thousand percent, I am. I feel like we both benefit off cool palettes. You and I. I'm such a cool toned girl. Like I love a silver. Mm-hmm. I love anything. Yeah, I love cool toned. I like warm tones too, sweet. but I feel like I feel like I usually don't like warm tones like on me. Yeah, no, Sometimes I look so much better in cool tones. Because I can get a little red. Right. It's it, we got that blotchy yeah, we can ignore Irish it. blood. Of course we do. We really do. <laughs> anyway. Um but lilac was first termed as color in seventeen seventy five OMG so many years ago now. Back in her past life be like <laughs> OMG. OMG. So many years ago now. <laughs> um and I loved this fact that I learned is that it was worn by British women at the end of a mor- morning period when black was like not necessarily like they were done wearing black like because, you know, you she died. It, but it's like not that- <laughs> she died, but it's not that serious anymore. So I can wear the purple. <laughs> the like purple. I did write that joke in the outline. I was like <laughs> making sure I left space for <laughs> for that to be said let i was like speak. let me stop because it made me it made me it made me giggle when i read it just now <laughs> good 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 <laughs> um but i love that concept of like oh that woman is sad but like she's getting over it <laughs> she needs to serve <laughs> she, we she can't serve. we can't let sadness stop our serve <laughs> exactly and that was what lilac was literally born to do literally <laughs> so no wonder why we love her um but yeah again like any shade really a purple like in the past guys is going to be associated with like wealth and royalty because again mm-hmm. it's hard to make so you're not you're not a normal girl just running into purple cloth no it's not like nowadays we're purples no 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 purple so Everywhere. democratized <laughs> she has purple every single shade <laughs> hey 
pay that much. Don't talk bad about Shein. I don't want to speak watch. ill of your company that you on own. On my you watch. Know. I didn't even talk about my <laughs> flight back from China. Oh, my God. Layover after layover after cage after dungeon. <laughs> crazy, crazy. You want to talk about the real authoritarian governments. Let's talk about those airlines. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm shocked. <laughs> Anywho. Um, the real and exploitation guy... and torture. The airlines is the airlines coming from china to america <laughs> talk about customs at JFK. oh my god i can't imagine lol um yeah so that's kind of lilac for you in the past and then lavender or cool light purple something also with its association with wealth and royalty and stuff is that it was really seen as a super masculine color because of its like association with like kingship and stuff um which i think is so funny because part of why it be- lavender is like really associated with queerness now mm-hmm. and it's like you know notice like the queer revolution color like slay on lavender mm-hmm. babe um is because like later it was seen as like very feminine for men to wear Mm -hmm. um and so then they started like making jokes about like oh sissy boys in their lavender yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. um but i mean okay so there was like this thing that happened in the 19th century where like this one weird accident caused like a synthetic dye to be made which actually made purple way easier to make so that was like a big boom in all the purple right then so people the, the common people were then able to wear it then Mm-hmm. And then aestheticism comes along and they're like, wait a minute. If you're wearing that, you are very gay. Gay man. It's... You're a gay man. <laughs> it's not shouldn't right with me. Gay um, woman. Gay woman. Woman. Gay woman. Woman. <laughs> oh, that is great. Um, Yeah. I mean, Quinn, do you have like, do you have anything to say about lavender being associated with being queer? Like, to yeah. me, that's just innate, but I suppose there's also a historical reference to it. Yeah, I. It, it's interesting what you said, because I didn't know where it started, but that's interesting context mm-hmm. to know that that's kind of how it started. But yeah, lavender has always been more associated with like, it, or it, in a in a sort of like modern context, it's very closely associated with queerness. There was, of mm-hmm. course, the lavender menace, which mm-hmm. was... Um, I believe that's specifically like a now thing. So like the National Organization of Women had, which is like a big feminist organization um, founded who like Betty Friedan was like high up in um, Mm -hmm. who wrote um, Betty Friedan, who wrote the feminine mystique. I'm like trying to make sure I don't get my um, feminists confused. Um, Right. But Betty (laughs) Friedan. Many. Or maybe it was. Yeah, so Betty Friedan writes the feminine mystique, um, and she, which is basically where she defines like housewife syndrome, which is basically mm-hmm. this thing of like, oh, women get like, um, married and their whole life becomes domesticity, and these women are fucking depressed because like their whole, their whole life is like their home life basically. Um, yeah, serving the man, and. Then she wrote, I think the problem that has no name is one of like the ones that's like is the one that's kind of like explicitly. Um. Oh no, that no, that isn't that isn't what I thought it was. 
but um her and i believe phyllis schlafly um were or no was phyllis schlafly like an anti-feminist yeah she was an anti-feminist so she was phyllis schlafly was against like the um era but she sucked bro yeah she sucked and (laughs) so um even though she was a working woman she didn't want women to work she was working (laughs) anywho anywho literally i can't so betty it was (laughs) interesting because like it was interesting because like feminism of course was like not friendly to gay people at first like gay women yeah um and so now which is the national organization for women which was like a very feminist organization was trying to advocate for women's needs they didn't want like out lesbians in the organization Mm -hmm. and it caused a lot of like infighting a lot of protests and stuff during um like the 60s and 70s when the stuff was all like really heating up and so it was called like the lavender menace i'm pretty sure is like directly where that comes from yeah um which was the protest to for them to include yes lesbians mm-hmm. and queer people in their agenda mm-hmm. they should i don't know why i went to t-shirt first i don't need a lavender menace t-shirt although i do oh, love goodness. my lesbians <laughs> you know what? i love y'all i love y'all <laughs> um love you, love you. but yeah so it was basically some cool lesbians who are part of the gay liberation front which came out of like mm-hmm. Stonewall, obviously trying to be like, "Hey, National Organization of Women, gay women exist, and you should advocate on behalf of them." And then now was like, "Yeah, um, but y'all are weird." <gasps> yeah, they're like, "Jeez, more <sighs> people, we're so um, busy." <laughs> and then the lavender scare was specifically the part of like the red scare that accounted for like McCarthyism. So, mm-hmm. if you don't know this part of history, basically, um, queerness was very cl- not close, not in like an actual way. It there are some, there are definitely some connections between queerness and like the communist movement in like the nineteen sixties, um, yeah. in like America, like yeah. Um, but it's not that, like every gay person was a communist. But they started. That was the to... mentality of a yes. lot of. People. So this is yeah. during the Cold War. This is Cold War politics. So mm-hmm. communism is the enemy of, like America, basically. Um, yeah. Like proxy, it's a, it's like the proxy war, the proxy wars between Russia and the U.S., which basically boils down to a competition between the ideology of capitalism and the ideology of communism. And so during this time, there were like all these things within the government, like the House Un-American Activities Panel that were like investigating people trying to rid the U.S. of communists because it was also like everybody thought everybody was a spy and they thought that there were like infiltrators within the U.S. government who were communists who were like trying to like sell U.S. information back to Russians and like, I don't know, end the U.S. as we know it or whatever. Mm hmm. And so they basically started to use this as like, it was kind of, it was a little bit like, it's almost a little bit like cancel culture now, like how everybody just, or like woke almost, not not even cancel culture, but like woke, how people use woke to just be like, like the term woke has become so vapid and like, it's just literally anybody who you don't agree with is like woke, especially in like a right wing context, because like the red, the red scare was ultimately like a, a, like in the u.s woke and battle like the, yes was like it was the right wing culture war of the day 
And yeah. so basically, instead of calling people woke, they called them communists. And yeah. part and so basically they wanted to target gay people. And so they were like, oh, gay people are communists. And so anyone who's gay has to be like rooted out of governmental systems. And so basically mm-hmm. they went on this like Joseph Ada mostly by Joseph McCarthy, um, who was a senator, um, not to be confused with the current speaker of the House, whose name is also Joseph McCarthy. Um, <laughs> That's just a coincidence, guys. Yeah, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> um but uh different kinds of mccarthyism there but his it, he was yeah. the one who was like big into like launching investigations into people a bunch of people like lost their jobs um oh yeah because they were like yeah. basically like proven they're basically like proven or at least suspected of being like gay and by extension expected to be communists mm-hmm. <laughs> um and yeah. so they like lost their government jobs and it was extremely hard to like get employment after that too because they were like they got blacklisted and stuff yeah it wasn't like okay to be gay and so like yeah they were like like, oh are you a communist oh are you gay and when they like tried to go and get other jobs and it was kind of like wow (laughs) it was kind of like story it was kind of um it was similar to there's a uh, gov- there's a army program around the same time i believe it's called a blue slip it was called i'm gonna fact check that real quick but they were basically that was before like this is why don't ask don't tell becomes a big thing in the 90s because mm-hmm. people could if like you were found out to be in the military and you were like found out to be gay um you could like you would just get discharged like dishonorably discharged immediately and yeah. when you were dishonorably discharged you lost all your military benefits yeah boom so you could serve and you but you <laughs> couldn't serve serve <laughs> you couldn't serve girl <laughs> <laughs> serve but Big serve um, serve yeah so um but yeah, so that was another way that like people were just being fucking homophobic. Yeah, <laughs> um, like really bad. <laughs> yeah, like really bad. Um, like really fucking bad. And so they were doing all that. But then gay people were like, okay, well. But it's kind of nice. <laughs> not nice, but like ultimately some of the people who lost like those nice government jobs and some of the people who were like discharged from the army decided to like become activists and like be like what the fuck this is fucked up and so a lot of them mm-hmm. started to like really embrace like the whole like lavender thing of it and like ever since then lavender has really been associated with like queer movements and stuff yeah for serious which is again a big sleigh of the color i know a credit to its a credit it. to its name yeah truly like so much history and stuff i hope you learned I know what these are ultimately I'm not for. explained like super well. <laughs> it's been Pretty a second since I've re- yeah it's been a second since I've very complicated it, very complicated yeah, yeah yeah it was like um it's also interesting it's interesting like because we also don't have any like context for it a little bit because it's like it's one thing to like live through it but it also feels kind of right. like, far away yeah it's also not something that like because, like, the people I know who, like, lived through that time were, like, my grandparents. But it's also not something that would have, like, affected their lives in a way. Their mind, yeah. It's, it wasn't, like, 
it's hard to imagine those times because it's like media wasn't so democratized and like we didn't Mm -hmm. know what was happening all the time so like a lot of people in the u.s didn't even know this stuff was happening right they were just like it's kind of spook magook yeah Mm -hmm. but also ignorance is bliss but also terrible things were happening yeah but now terrible things are happening and we know about them (laughs) we don't do the horrors persist but so do i (laughs) yeah that's what being gay is and all people used to about. not know the horrors were persisting and you know right. pros and cons to each good really. for them good for them though yeah but yeah so that's just on lavender and then lastly periwinkle and guys she's kind of like the cool hip new girl on the street like new girl in school because her as a color name only came around like the 1920s whoa whoa and that was when she was being used a lot in paintings like think of the very romantic like um water lilies and such like ponds and victorian people being like oh i have i must paint my garden when i'm away in the summer um i'm summering in etka 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 and i will paint the field so periwinkle is used for that very romantic and it basically needed a name and now again she's like kind of fun and cute mm-hmm. but if you name your daughter periwinkle that is gonna be insufferable. <laughs> so annoying. I can't even believe it. But guys, those are kind of like what we have on our favorite colors. Well, yeah. my favorite colors. Quinn's appreciative of these yeah. colors. I'm 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 sitting back and I'm appreciating. And yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. just to go back really quickly, so what I mm-hmm. said was like the blue slip is actually uh-huh. a blue discharge, it was called. Uh okay, okay. okay. So a form of administrative military discharge um that was neither honorable nor dishonorable but again the thing is that it we all knew what was going on yes and that's part of what made it hard is because like if they saw that you got a blue discharge like everybody knew what was going on like everybody knew that you were at least accused of being a homosexual homosexual um (laughs) and um they were like denied um both they're denied benefits from the gi bill and the va so yeah. so tough so they didn't have benefits That's after so serving tough. and they also had a really hard time getting jobs um damn so yeah sometimes imagine like, if you were into force for a while oh yeah oh yeah you could totally that like terrible yeah you could make your whole life and of course according to wikipedia <laughs> mm-hmm. they were disproportionately <laughs> they're disproportionately given to african-americans as well so yeah yeah where there's smoke, that. there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> a whole lot of times. When a, a fire starts to burn, yeah, and it starts to flame. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know the rest. But yeah, we, but... Cer- we certainly have our issues being queer people in this day and age. But, you know, some things back then weren't so blissful. Yeah, certainly <laughs> not. Certainly. Yeah, but... Anyway, so I guess like now that we have the history and like our personal history established with it, any particular moments, not quite like we won't go with like full Manic Pixie and jump scare moments for Lavender itself, but like any moments mm-hmm. that really stick out to you in your Lavender-ness or? Um, sweeter era. We've already done an episode on that, but mm-hmm. that color, it was so important to that era. It's just such a dreamy color. And um, 
I my walls used to be hot pink from the people who lived here before us and I begged my mom for so long to let me paint them lavender and she did when I was in high school and it was like new era hot pink would be a crazy color for a room it was crazy and I covered it it was hot pink and it had twilight posters all over it (laughs) you said I'm at home (laughs) I'm home this is my sanctuary like it's my house I'm home (laughs) I'm gonna own this house. Um, I'm gonna this house. Yeah, any room that's lilac, I, I do honestly feel at home in. Mm-hmm. It's my space. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. What about you, Quinn? Honestly, I'm kind of in my lavender era. My last two water bottle acquisitions have been this lovely. Oh shade. yeah, girl. My my fake Stanley. Yours is so cute. My kids were like today. They were like, "Oh, is that a Stanley?" I was like. <laughs> and then one of them was like oh a stanley dupe and i was like that's exactly correct actually it is a dupe actually <laughs> thank you guys so much dupe. <laughs> this girl i work with has like three actual stanleys i'm like that's a lot of money i didn't realize how expensive they were they're like 40 bucks a pop and so now they're like 20 now they're like super expensive because you can't like buy them anywhere oh god <laughs> you can only get a stanley on like the resale market apparently <laughs> Jesus Christ. This that that is scary. All for that little all for the label of it. Literally, yes, yeah. You can buy so many What cups is to different do about my five below? Things. Yeah. And guess what? I left my five below one at work. Imagine if that was real Stanley. Yeah. Four dollars sitting on the top shelf of my warehouse. I've left the, I've left this at work for like entire weeks. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> They always find it is what it is. Always find your way back home. I used to be the worst about losing water bottles. It's so easy because I claim to always need one and then I always put it down somewhere because it was so bad. It was so bad that like I had to like actually physically like, okay, I'm buying, I'm spending a lot of money on like a hydro flask. So I will not lose it. Lose it. (laughs) Because literally it happened last year where I, there was like this high, somebody bought a hydro flask that was like a nice like, blue color and i literally took it to washington dc when i went to see lord did not make it off the train with me oh boy oh boy got left train. on the train literally not oh, even into the geez. not even into the trip um god yeah. but are i think we've said our piece on lavender and lilac and periwinkle yeah Guys, go buy something lilac or lavender or periwinkle right now. It is good. Decorate your life with it. What's <laughs> RuPaul from his architectural digest? Find your favorite color and live in that color. <laughs> uh, so true. Actually. Did you watch that? No. Oh my God, you should. It's fascinating. I, will. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, I've never seen a photo of RuPaul's house. It's It's quite a sight to behold. I'm excited. Well, okay. do you know what I've heard is that people do the architectural digest before they sell. Really? Yeah. Oh, as like free. Yes. Free promo for the house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. But I like that theory. Because <laughs> yeah, but... why else would you invite a stranger to your home and show them all your locks and keys and alarms and yeah, exactly. security footage? Yeah, be like, this is the, especially for a celebrity, it's like weird to be like, oh, this is the inside <laughs> of my house. Here's the this is the doggy door that's always open and you can always access. <laughs> exactly. Um, Perfect. 
But yeah. So Becca and I are going to throw it to a little bit of a break. And then we'll be right back. Guys, I'm scared. (gasps) Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, Ronnie. Oh my god, Ronnie. (laughs) Ron, stop. You're traumatizing me. (laughs) You're traumatizing me. The fact that I was watching that as an elementary school student, like just like vile relationship abuse on television yeah not the best that that like and uh bad girls club being what i would watch in fifth grade like with my mother fully crazy <laughs> I viewing, with my dad and my brother. it was like our bonding activity we'd all watch it together yeah so funny oh my Fucked god up. anyway but we are back and no comment corner this week because you guys are lazy there's no time. <laughs> There's no time. And also, <laughs> Beck and I are working girls. So, <laughs> um, genuinely. Anyways, we move right along to our jump scares of the week. This is the time where we fail, maybe a little pissed off, maybe also a little scared, um, or maybe a lot of scared. Um, and Becca, what was that moment for you this week? Well, so actually today was my, this is my first week of official classes mm-hmm. and I had class actually today and guys, canvas.com. Oof. They need, so they need like a better like way to get to the page you were just on. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, like sometimes I, you'll the probably navigation the just isn't gonna do like me. complete form redistribution or 404 not found yeah. no source mm-hmm. and i'm like perfect perfect of course yeah <laughs> right right i didn't need that um no 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 of course not it's not all my schoolwork just on there or anything no, 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 no. yeah um i don't know it's just like it is a little scary to not be in school for a year and then be like okay you do have 75 pages of reading due and we are going to discuss it in depth so think about that. And I'm, You're coming I'm back in a big shocked. way. Yeah, in the biggest way. But yeah, I'm really shocked right now. Feel free to call um, to come back. I didn't say you did. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> hey. Um, oh. But I did make a friend in my class, even though it's an online class. Per Oh, my God. Challenge mode. No, literally. But by make a friend, she was like, hey, we're going to be at the same school. What's your number? And I was like, Here's my number. We're friends. <laughs> you know those private, but isn't it so scary? Like you know when you like get a private chat in the Zoom and you're like, <clears throat> and then you make sure really that it's going to just them, and then you're like, wait, yeah, did, it's like did this it whole just thing. go to just yeah. them or mm. that was stressful actually a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I guess my jump scare is just like Zoom and Canvas, but like we're gonna get through it. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Zoom especially. I say as we record this yeah. on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Because uh, Zoom. Zoom has a complete monopoly. There's no, like, have you ever done tried to do, like, a Google Meet? It's not. Yeah. It, it's not. The, yeah. It's just. Yeah. Zoom Indeed. has, com has their own meme. Or meme. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am? Excuse me, ma'am? I cannot oh, stress to you guys. I'm on, like, my. <laughs> what is it? My, <laughs> like. Not twenty second, right? That 15th. can't be true. Wait, no, what? No, because it would be twelve. Twelve, 12 oh, wait. plus five. Like my 
17th. I'm going on like my 17th, 18th hour of being awake. So, oh my God. um, (laughs) Things aren't coming like the once did. Um, But yeah, I did have an interview via Indeed's like Zoom platform one time. That's so goofy. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's my jump scare. Um, Quinn, what's yours? My jump scare was last night when I was typing out my newsletter, type to type. Um, and I like was like on my laptop and I have like a little case for my laptop because my last laptop had like a dent in it from some- one time, like when something had dropped on it. And so I was like, oh, my new laptop was expensive. I want to keep her nice. Like I'm going to buy her a case. I'm going to do it. And like I found a case, which is a beautiful forest screen and was Lovely. say it with me now, $50. Oh, but I was like, oh, let me splurge soon. because it's good. <laughs> and then I was literally just like not even like I was maybe like fucking with it a little bit, but not like anything too hard. And then it, the case just like starts to break. Oh, no. Like two little pieces came out of it. And now there's like a little chunk missing on the side. That's so weird. I had a, I have a chunk missing on my case. I don't know what happened. Must have been in the airport. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like wh- how did this occur? It's literally a chunk. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And so now yeah. I'm like, I feel like I can like make a stink and maybe get a new one, but that maybe also might not happen. So I don't right, know, but I'm kind right. of pissed because I did spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and like, to, so it literally it, just it's like, to just shatter <laughs> your hands. <laughs> Maggie Rogers style shatter. <laughs> Crazy thing for plastic to do. Yeah. So that kind of peed me off. Um Mm-hmm. and yeah i don't like when things are like solid or like not perfect like shit like that bothers me yeah i'm with you but we persevere i say that we... with a stain on every single item of clothing i own <laughs> no sometimes i like look at my clothes like i i had this with like my pit like one of my pit sweatshirts that i literally got like a couple weeks after i started like my undergraduate studies mm-hmm. um and i'm like this has like it, it, like it's not stained in a way that like anyone would see like to the naked eye but like when you look at when you like look up close to it in the light i'm like oh my god there's so many stains on this <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> like it's a not palette. enough stains where i'm like oh i feel like gross about wearing this in public but like it is mm-hmm. like being like oh my god like wow if someone gets so close enough life. to me um gives it but yeah. character but now we move from the dark into the light um, mm-hmm. the darkest stains into those that are can just be washed away with a little bit of hand soap if you get to it quick enough. Um, and that is our made fixing moment of the week. And this is just a moment where we felt just like the OxyClean being sprink, sprink, sprinkled on top of the laundry in the um washing machine. And yeah, so Becca, <laughs> what was that moment for you this week? So you you better believe that um on the other day i went thrift shopping to the local (laughs) the local salvation army Mm -hmm. and girl what was in the water because i had put i i got to this point where i put my phone in my bag because i needed both hands to really rifle through everything Mm -hmm. and i found probably 30 things and i spent like under 50 bucks and i was i had to get a cart I found Damn. such good stuff. I have so many funky teacher fits now. And um, the people behind me in line, I mean, of course, there's only one woman working and she's probably 85 years old at the youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to type in every single item. It's exhausting for them. 
And, you know, I looked like a deep popper to the naked eye. <laughs> and um, there was people behind me in line being like, oh, not the, like, no, so much stuff. And I'm like, do you want the business or not? Or not. <laughs> I got to get my stuff. But I just really made out. And it's so fulfilling when you, like, go and search and then you find cool stuff. Like, it's, it's no feeling like it. No, I love yeah. it. I have been meaning to go thrifting, but I just never have the time to like shop. Like I want new clothing so badly because I feel like I wear the same thing all the time. But mm-hmm. shopping is such like an activity. It's it it takes forever, but oh, so rewarding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my pixie moment, my thrift haul. I should have made a video, but it didn't. Whatever, time has passed. Quinn, what was your manic pixie moment this week? Well, be I honest. Until, I I do, and I just thought okay. of another one because I was like, I was kind of breaking it, being like, oh my god, what am I gonna say? But anyway, so so I was dog sitting over the like past week, six days, and <laughs> I was with a lovely little um yellow lab named Cora, who um Aww. there's this lady that works with my mom who owns her. She's honestly such a chill dog, such a chill girl. Love that. Only thing is sometimes she like didn't she would like try to take food like directly off your plate. Oh. She'd be like, Oh, it's for me. And I'd be like, No, girl. Get away from that. Goldie Goldie straight up ate so I saw him jump on my mom's lap and eat something off her plate. <laughs> and she goes she looks down and goes, Oh my god. And I'm like, <laughs> You didn't feel him do that like so clearly <laughs> right in front of you. <laughs> That's so jewel. That's so jewel. I know. Uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, famously, one time, Chunk, one of Chunk's most famous times is when he, because he is famous for like jumping up. He makes such a stink at dinner time, or he did oh, when boy. he lived here. So, like, he'll like growl and like cry because we're eating dinner we won't share with him. Oh, and he like jumps up on the table jealous. and like puts his paws on the table. <laughs> oh my god and then one time this was like not it was not that long after we got him we like set like steaks down the table he fully jumped up and took one from the table bad boy yeah you fully just jumped up yes yeah so um that reminded me very much of that but so i had miss cora and i was kind of Mm -hmm. obsessed with her because she was just kind of chill um but i was also added fish sitter to my resume because i had some fish to feed while i was in the house oh wow and so yeah it wasn't a big thing i was like just Mm -hmm. feed i fed them once a day there was like goldfish and there were guppies oh my god fish food fucking stinks reeks bro yeah i had to like hold my nose by the end of it because i was like i already don't like fishy like i don't like fish smell taste whatever you're sensitive to it yeah i hate it and like i was like (laughs) Because my dogs also eat like salmon food and their food mm-hmm. smells so strong. But I've like gotten used to that smell a little bit. But oh, the fish food was disgusting. I'm like thinking about it. It is but... really strong. Anyway, Jeez. so I was like feeding the fish and then I departed yesterday. And then I got a text from um the woman I was dog sitting for. And her son is, you know, the primary caretaker of the fish. And she was like, oh, sure. He was really happy to see that his guppies had babies while he was gone pardon and i was like they did (laughs) (laughs) ma'am i was like wait 
So you're a fish midwife. And I you know. didn't even know. Exactly. <laughs> you have a gift. You I'm a, a fish gift. midwife. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> yeah, like, wait. I was walking Special around skills. different. I was walking around a little different yesterday after I heard that news. I was I, like, wait. I, I have a magic touch a little bit. I said, go forth and multiply. Fish. I said, go forth and multiply. I got you. I got you. <laughs> My little one pinch of food. I was instructed. Yeah, to that's also that true. Boy. They need such little food because they're know. so minuscule and mm-hmm. yet they produce life i know it's what the dinosaurs would say about us <laughs> it was also funny because it was like fully me being explained something by like an eight-year-old boy <laughs> <laughs> and that you give the fish the food and like couldn't pronounce no like literally couldn't pronounce his r's like <laughs> oh my god thank you but he's like explaining to me how to take care of the fish and i'm like yeah yeah mm, yeah yeah mm, yeah mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh right 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 i'm taking it so seriously i'm serious as a heart <laughs> i mean yeah obviously you did because i looked out not I'm good at my fucking he job can... because those kids had those kids had kids <laughs> those kids had kids maybe he babies. came he came back with more fish i know <laughs> you would have like, got him free fish i know i'm like shouldn't i get like a bonus like Little but tip. Guppies, baby fish too. Wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but so he definitely called them babies? guppies. They weren't named anything like that. Dang. No, Wants it no makes more. me think of that tweet. That's like dogs are so weird. Because how is your mom one year older than you? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. You're so just, weird. How's your guppy just... a day older than you? <laughs> I was just listening to I was listening to seek treatment, and Pat was like pat regan was talking about because he just adopted a dog and mm. he was talking about like this dog who was at the dog park who got pregnant at eight months old oh my god <laughs> slut <laughs> <laughs> so which like at that point it's like it's not like a joke or savage situation where it's unethical like it's like oh that's just bad that, that, that's just kind of yeah. bad luck inconvenient yeah oopsie because <laughs> like a lot of the a lot, a lot of the veterinary science now is like you should wait to get your dogs like spayed a little bit, but you yeah, just got unlucky so little... in that sweet spot. Yeah. Dang. But anyway, um, <laughs> dogs are only a year old. How's your mom only a year older than you? <laughs> it's weird. Like it's suspicious. It's weird. Um. But anyway, that is our show for today. I suppose. Yay. Um, and so Becca, where can people find you if they're wanting to do so? Thank you so much. They can find me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter and Spotify, Bex Gloss, and TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three. They can also find me out in the lavender field, but I'm actually gonna use periwinkle paint. So it's mm-hmm. like a whole thing. Well, we didn't even talk about how we inspired Taylor Swift to write Lavender Haze. We forgot. Guys well next up for the record <laughs> yeah no I mean, coincidence stated. that we put these on the stand list in 2022 and miss taylor is or no yeah miss taylor is releasing an album a couple months later being like i just want to stay my lavender and then fucking gaylers of course me. were like oh lavender she's coming out yeah girl what do you think of gaylers do you have an opinion on them? Like, it's it's fully. I I I, I saw the ancestor of this, which was 
Harry X Louis Larry. Oh, you think it goes back to that? You think it goes back to Larry? We're, we're reaching, we're reaching, and we're we scrambling. We fall. Trying, <laughs> trying to find evidence. No, because Swifties are with investigations that don't need to be done. Swifties are like particularly brain dead. Like, like literally everything. Like, well, to Swifties a certain degree, will like have you Swifties will have you conject, like have the weirdest conjecture ever. Because they'll be right about one thing, uh-huh. and they'll be like, "Yeah, I've never been wrong," but it's like actually you said so many possibilities that they're one like, of them was bound to be true. They're like, here's my Taylor Swift is dropping 1989 Taylor's version this week. Yeah. Friday comes. This week. No noise. Next week. Guys, it's next <laughs> the week, week after now. that. <laughs> oh my God, but spe- wait. Next time oh! we come in to record the podcast, we will be living in it's a post-speak now Taylor's You're version. You're so right. Everyone rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Becca, rise up. Don't sleep on us. And you won't be after we are listening Better to than Revenge Speak Now, Taylor's TV. version. Have you seen people are already searching the lyrics and they can, like, tell the lyrics have changed? Really? Yeah. I haven't heard of this. Because, like, if you search up, like, the some lyrics in the song, it, like, comes up. But, like, if you search other lyrics, like, the one she's better known for the things she does on the mattress. Oh, it doesn't come up? Yeah. Dang it. Taylor, stand your ground. Wait, that's that means we're going to have like, oh my God, in like 24 hours even, because it's kind of late when we're recording this. Yeah, you're kind of right. Wait, dear John yeah, Taylor's yeah. version? Mine Taylor's version? Wait, okay, suddenly I'm excited to be a Swifty again. I mean, speak now, Taylor, like, like. All of it. Wow, wow, wow. Back wow, to wow, December, wow. Taylor's version. Said speak now. Ugh. Guys, I think it's happening. I think I'm going to get tickets to um, <laughs> Aeros Tour Madrid. Tour Madrid. <laughs> and I think I'm ready. Voya España, uh, <laughs> Veer, Taylor Swift. Si, si. Um, but anyway, you find me on social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because I wasn't, I was not even like I wasn't trying to like shade Becker or anything. I was just like, how could she possibly remember that that's what we were doing before? No, I, like, I was ready, but entirely. you know, it was just a matter of when. It was just a matter of when. <laughs> Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? They're so inclined. You can find me at Quinn P. Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok. Um, and you can find me at Quinn P. Murphy underscore on Twitter. You can also find my newsletter, uh, over Intellectuals Anonymous at Quinn P. Murphy or no, yeah, at Quinn P. Murphy This week I wrote about Lady Gaga Nurtech. So. <laughs> if you want to hear my high level thoughts on that that I got into because I feel like we definitely talked about it on the podcast um, Nurtech yeah yeah oh my god did we um but yeah and of course <laughs> I, I bring Nympho Wars up on the show way too much but they just it they literally talk about everything I'm interested in on that podcast like they know exactly what I'm interested in and they know how to like write a thing around it so, like, there was two episodes where they were just snorting lines of Nurtech. <laughs> that was, like, part of the What effect did it have on them? They were, like, going crazy. It was, like, co- it was like they were doing coke, but it was, like, Nurtech. <laughs> Nurtech. Oh, my God. And then this week, they were talking, of course, about the Shein influencers. Mm, yeah. Um, Which is but... obviously your closest friends and allies. Oh, of course, yeah. My co- as As a confidence activist. Your sister, yeah. Is an full activist time, or an full advocate? Time, babe. I think activist was actually the term used. <laughs> so you have to stay true to that. 
that i think so much about that when she started being like so we're he and then she goes <laughs> like trying to be quirky sheen anyway um and becca where can people follow the show if they're so inclined <laughs> they can follow at me Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at length if you're so inclined to watch our beautiful faces and look at mm-hmm. our cool hats. And you can also email in at mcpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. Literally tell us anything or ask us anything. It's so fine. Oh my God, Quinn, don't ever do that right now. <laughs> don't. Please stop. I look like Linda. Are you yossifying? <laughs> I look like that new cover of Linda Evangelista. Oh my God, you do. I'm so scared. And then um the podcast is over. <laughs> we're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're, and we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank, thank you, you for, listening. for listening. And all of you driving with the five home from work. Oh, it's backed up. But baby, that's just LA. Maybe keep going all the way down to Malibu and catch some gnar before the long weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's for the July. I'm about to pop off. Where the police <laughs> at? Police right there. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.